Good evening, everybody. This week is Parashas Pinchas, and we're continuing with the halachas of Amir Lakam, what you're allowed to tell a guy on Shabbos to do. This is part four. So let's begin with the classic question of turning a light on or off, which would seem to be the most common application of needing a guy's help on Shabbos. But before we get to that, uh, I want to address a case which is an exception to the rule and is allowed, and it, we touched upon it last week already. And then when we understand the exception, then we'll get into the standard case. So what happens if a light is left on in your fridge? You forget to turn off that light or unscrew it. Or if you have something you desperately need for Shabbos or Yantiv, but it was left in the dryer, and opening the dryer door turns on a light. Um, or, as we mentioned last week, you left something in the car that you really need for Shabbos, maybe food for Shabbos or Yantiv. And uh, if you open the car door, besides the muksa, which that we mentioned last week is not a problem, you can have a non-Jew do muksa for you, but it's going to turn on a light in the car. Can you ask a non-Jew to open the door, the fridge, the dryer, in order to get your things? Or is it a problem because the light is going to turn on? Do you have to hint? Is hinting permitted? So that this case, these cases rather, are an exception to the rule. And in these situations, you're actually allowed to ask a non-Jew directly. You don't have to hint. And you can have them open the car door, the fridge, the dryer, even if the light is going to go on. And what, what is the reason for that? So the, the rule is as follows. And this is the concept. You have to understand this concept. The concept is, is that it's only forbidden to ask a non-Jew to do something which is a malacha. And asking a non-Jew to do a malacha is a mirlakam, and that's, that is what's prohibited. But... If what you're asking the non-Jew to do is a permitted act, you're asking them to open the door of the fridge, that's something which is permitted. There's no malacha involved with opening the door of a fridge. But there's a secondary effect. There's a, uh, a side effect, rather, of the action that causes a malacha to happen. Opening the, the, the fridge door causes a light to go on. In halacha, the term for this is dover she'en mischaven. It's something which is not your direct intent. You are opening the fridge, and as a secondary thing, which is happens to be tied, and it's for sure going to happen, which is known as a psikresha, it's for sure going to happen, but nevertheless, it's a dabrash and mischaven. It's not what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do is open the door, and the secondary thing that happens is a dabrash and mischaven, which is the light goes on. It is always permitted to ask a non-Jew to do something if the malacha that's taking place is a davrashayin mischaven. Meaning, what you've asked him to do is permitted, is permissible, and that's the only thing you commanded him to do or requested for him him to do. And what happens secondary to that, even though it's for sure going to happen, is not considered that you told him to do that, and therefore it's permitted. So this is an exception to the rule of Amir Akam, and it's an important exception because, as we see, it has numerous applications. Now, the cases I gave are definitely included in this heter, which is opening a fridge when a light goes on, or shutting a fridge, uh, opening a dryer when a light goes on, opening a car door when a light goes on. Those are cases that are most certainly included. Another case that's most certainly included is turning on the hot water. When you turn on hot water, there's no malacha inherent in turning on hot water. The problem is, is that a secondary effect, an ancillary effect, is that the cold water goes into your boiler. So that's a dover shenim ischaven. It's not what you're trying to do. It just happens. It's necessary, but it's not what you're trying to do. So that's a dover shenim ischaven. So you can always ask a non-Jew to turn on hot water or to turn off hot water. No need to hint. It's permitted. But 
what's important to understand is that it's not so easy to utilize this uh, this klal, I'm telling you, this this uh, th- this rule, and apply it to other cases simply because it's not so si- not not so easy to know when something is considered a secondary effect, an ancillary effect, or when it's actually what you're doing. Like you can't. Uh, this is obvious, but you can't make an argument that if I tell him to turn on a light, I'm telling him to move a switch. That's permitted. The light goes on. That's secondary, right? Obviously, you can't do that. There are certain things where what happens is the is the point of what you're doing, the purpose and the cause and effect. It's, it's directly related. So it does take um, it does take some learning <laughs> to understand the fine lines. And the truth is, it happens to be a difficult line to distinguish in halacha. But in any case, the cases I gave are most certainly included, and those you can apply. Um, and if there's another case which seems like it should be included, you would ask a Shaila just to make sure that it's a considered a case of a Dabrashayin and Mishavan, of a secondary thing. And whenever that's the case, that is permitted to have a do. So that's that's an exception to the rule, because it's not what you're commanding him to do. Now, <clears throat> that we've clarified that, let's move on to the, the asking a guy directly to turn on a light if you let's say for example let's say you left off the lights left the lights off in your dining room and your sukkah which is typically what happens so uh the lights are off and you want the guy to turn them on is that permitted so what's <clears throat> important to understand and this is this is again the rule that has to be applied to every case of telling a guy to do something that there's two problems there's always two problems and you have to satisfy those two problems in order to be allowed to tell a guy to do something problem number one is that it's prohibited to tell a guy to do a malacha you can't tell a guy to do something which is asr on shabbos and that's uh, that's prohibited doesn't make a difference how you command the guy whether you command him through words through writing through signaling even through hinting if you're commanding him or requesting from him through a hint that's also a problem. There, you can't request or command or direct a non-Jew to do a malacha for you on Shabbos. doesn't make a difference what medium you use. So problem number one is you can't command a non-Jew, request a non-Jew to do a malacha on Shabbos. Number two, problem number two is that even if you didn't command or request or hint to a non-Jew to do a malacha and he just did it of his own volition, he was understood the situation, he's experienced, he works in a hotel, he knows what's going on, and he does it on your behalf. It's prohibited to benefit from something that an Anju does for you. This is Chazal instituted this um, in order to give uh, to, to enforce the halacha of Amir Lakim in order that it should be kept. So they added this additional halacha that it doesn't make a difference, even if you don't tell the guy, but he did it on your behalf. He did it for you, not for himself, he did it for you. If he did it for you, you can't benefit from that malacha. So even if you don't tell him anything, even if you hint, even if he does it on his own, it's still a problem because you are benefiting from the malacha. So therefore, when you, if you were to want a guy to turn on a light in a room, uh, even if we could figure out a way to get around the commanding him, and even if he figures it out on his own, you're always going to have a problem that you can't benefit from it after the fact that he did it. He can't benefit from it. You can't benefit from a malacha that he did on your behalf. So there's, there is essentially no way, in a simple term, we'll see next week maybe some exceptions, but kapshutai, in, 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 in the, the, the halacha as it stands, there is no way to have him turn on a light for you because you can't benefit from it. But what if it's the other way around? You want him to turn a light 
off. You left the light on in the bedroom. You can't sleep. You want him to turn the light off. So if you can get around the t- telling him, if you can get find a way to that he figures it out on his own, so then that's not called benefiting. And this is a halachic distinction. Essentially, you're benefiting both ways. But there's a halachic distinction. Hal- a benefit is termed as a positive benefit. Removing a problem is not called a benefit. So if the light is on and he's turning it off, he's removing a problem. He didn't create darkness. So it's not a positive benefit, it's just removing a problem, and therefore that doesn't have problem number two. If you can get around problem number two, like this case, it's inherently doesn't have problem number two. Turning off a light is not a benefit, it's just removal of a problem. All you have to deal with is problem number one. How can I get the information to him without requesting and without commanding and without telling him what to do? And the answer to that is this uh, all famous hinting, but uh, what's what's widely misunderstood about hinting, and what's important to know, is that hinting a non-Jew to do something means that you're not requesting from him at any point in what you're saying. Which means the way, the proper way to hint to a non-Jew to do something is you just state the situation. I left the light in, in my bedroom. It's my Sabbath. I can't turn it off. I can't do anything with it, I have no options and I won't be able to sleep tonight. That's the extent of what you can tell the non-Jew. You can't tell him anything that is in the form of request. You can't even tell him, please come with me. Even that's a request already. can't even do that. You can't say, come to my bedroom. All you can say is, this is my situation, and then stop there. Now he's going to ask you, if he hopefully understands, which is not always the case, (coughs) he'll ask you, do you want me to turn it off? To which you don't answer yes, you, um, <coughs> excuse me, you, don't, you, you, you answer, I can't turn it off, but you are permitted to. That would be the way to answer him. Don't say, yes, turn it off, because then you've just commanded him. What you say is, I can't do it, but you are permitted to, and he'll understand, hopefully, to do it. Now, so a lot of times, let's say, in the case of an alarm, someone's alarm went off, uh, you need the guy to turn it off. And the guy doesn't know how to do it. So he comes in, he says, what should I do? How do I do it? You can explain to him what to do. You say, if, uh, you, if you decide to turn off the alarm, this is how it's done, and you can even show him exactly, tell him what to do, and he'll say, okay, do I push this? You say, you push that. That's fine, because that you're just explaining to him what to do. You're not actually telling him to do it. He's chosen to do it already. But again, the hinting is only where there's no, any part of what you say can't be telling him what to do. It has to only be stating the situation. This is the situation. I can't sleep. I can't do it. He asks you, should I do it for you? You say, I can't. You're permitted. You can at no point say you can do it. So, in, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go over this again next week and we'll, we'll just develop it a little bit more. But the rule is, the first rule we said today was that anything that the, what you're telling him is permitted, even if a secondary malacha happens, a davrashayin and mishaven, an ancillary effect, that's permitted. You can tell him to open the door of your fridge, even though a light will go on, because you're not telling him to turn on the light. That was an exception to the rule, that's, that's permitted straight up. But... Whenever you want to tell him to turn on a light or turn off a light, you have to deal with two issues. Issue number one is you can't tell a guy to do anything. Now, issue number two is you can't benefit even if you don't tell him. Even if he does it on his own, you can't benefit from what he does. So it would only be applicable turning off a light because that's not a benefit. And then you just have to make sure you don't tell him anything. And the way you do it is by hinting, which means you just state the situation. And then hopefully he understands what to do.